Welcome to the Rebecca McCann Show, where we dive headfirst into the unfiltered reality of business, steering far away from the Instagram perfect facade. I'm your host, Rebecca McCann, and I'm thrilled you're here. So let's tear down the unpolished filters and unveil the real story of entrepreneurship, uncover the truths, struggles, and triumphs. Here, authenticity and real experience take centre stage. No BS, no fluff. Eight years ago, I took my first brand probe group from my mum's kitchen to the world's most prestigious retailers like Harvey Nichols and Bloomingdale's, and I repeated the success with Sleep London and more. So I'm not here to sell you a textbook version. I'm here to share the reality, the mistakes, the lessons, and to help you win. So get ready for real talk, actionable steps, and conversations that will leave you so fired up and ready to take your business to the next level. So hit the subscribe button, and let's build your business one friendly chat at a time. I'm really excited to sit and do this podcast today. I'm going to be honest, I love a dual podcast. I love bringing guests on, having some great conversations. But here is the thing. When I started this podcast, I promised myself I was going to take direction from you, the listeners, because ultimately without you, I don't have a podcast. And it's very clear to me that what you are tuning in for is real tangible steps that you can implement in your business today and I see that through the analytics and I see that in my dms and I put a poll up on my instagram and you know it's very clear that what you want is me sharing tips and advice and how to's with you so that's that that is exactly what we're going to do today's episode I'm going to be doing solo and I'm going to be talking all about how to get your product in front of your audience because it's something that comes up time and time again and I'm asked this question constantly so I want to just run through maybe eight or ten different ways that you can really start today to focus on getting your product in front of your ideal customer And I've tried to go down the route of things that are not going to necessarily cost lots of budget. A lot of it is work that you can do yourself because I appreciate that, you know, if you're a startup or a small business, you don't necessarily have the cash flow to, you know, throw or risk at things right now. So let's just get straight into it. And of course, the first one I'm going to start with is social media. Because whenever you talk about getting your brand in front of your ideal customer, of course, social media is the first thing you want to look at because, If you're a direct-to-consumer brand and you have a mobile phone in your hand, you have access to so many people. The power of social media for business is just insane. And you really need to not just harness that power and make the most of it, but allow that to excite you and allow that, like, understand the fact that you have a phone in your hand that gives you direct access to hundreds of thousands of ideal customers who could potentially buy your product is amazing. And that's something to be so grateful for. And I'm a huge believer in gratitude. And I think I'm so grateful for social media for that reason alone. Okay, so if you're looking at your social media and you're a startup business right now, and you're thinking, do I start on Facebook? Do I start on Instagram? Do I go on Twitter or LinkedIn or NetMums or you know, there's so many, right? So my advice to you is if you are new and you're a startup, you don't need to go big on all of them. You just need to focus initially on the social media platform that best suits your business right now and the one that you're most also comfortable on and able to grow and scale that. 
Of course, if, for example, you feel that Instagram is where you want to focus your time, then I would say pick up your reels from Instagram and repurpose them through Facebook reels, through TikTok and through YouTube. So you're going to be able to potentially reach a further audience with the same content if you don't have time to specialize in every single platform right now allow yourself to kind of repurpose and reutilize some of the content that you're creating for your main focused social media platform of course you have all the time if you have a team around you if you have people to support you and you can do more across different platforms and of course you're going to do that but I'm really you know just want to make it clear that you don't have to do everything if you only have the time to do one at a hundred percent and right now you're splitting yourself across seven different platforms and every platform's getting like 18 19 percent of what it needs there's no point you might as well stop and just give one of them a hundred percent right now and go with that and then build on that as you build the brand out so really think about that first and foremost and think about your social media as almost like a shop window so you want to have two kinds of content on there and I always think of this like a circle and I speak about this all the time half of the content you're posting really needs to be about stopping the scroller getting the engagement, getting the reach, those really viral posts, those reels that are using trending audios that are going out at peak times with really short, snappy, engaging captions and that are very much your short-form video content that's going to stop a scroller and bring them over to engage with your page. This is the first half of the content that you want to be posting. The other half of the content that you want to be posting, it's all really about that value piece. So once you've brought your people over, you then need to make sure that they are then clicking and going through to buy and purchase or at least clicking to your website so you can get hold of that, you know, get that lead, right? So 50% of the content is about getting that virality reach. The other 50% of the content is not necessarily content that's going to go viral or content that's going to, you know, stop a scroller. But it's the content that's going to have your current followers go, oh, it makes sense now. I get it. I want to purchase. It's going to educate them. It's going to give them that push to go through to your site. It's going to give them real reviews and real feedback. And, you know, that type of content pushes through to your website, which then clicks and increases your conversions to sale. So if you think of it in those two separate elements and then you put it together, and I really feel like if you only have half of it working, so if you're always bringing these viral posts through and it's making loads of views on your videos but you're not getting click-throughs to website the chances are you're really nailing that first half of your circle and you're you know you're not doing so great on the other half or if you're finding you're getting consistent traffic to your site and sales but you're not seeing that increase the chances are that you've maybe had some viral posts previously and those people are now seeing your value, the second half of your content, and coming to buy. But because you don't have the viral content going at the same time, they're not feeding new people into that kind of funnel. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I'm looking at it with my hands in front of me now as I'm talking to you. I've got like two semicircles in my right and left hand. So however you figure it out, I do go into that in a lot of detail in my Slay the Season that is currently still available if anybody wants it you can just dm me the word slay and that's a really quick overview of that because i want to whiz through eight to ten different things you can be doing today to get your brand in front of your customer so moving on i'm going to then talk about seo 
which simply just means search engine optimization. So you really need to optimize your website and your content for search engines. So before we go fully away from social media, SEO also plays a part in social media. So when you post your videos or your reels and you're going for the viral hits, you wanna make sure that you're putting some type of descriptive wording in that video on the platform. Because when you think about it, when you type into Google, and I'm gonna use Problo, my one of my brands right now as an example. If you type in roller blow dry, roller brushes, bouncy blow dry, these kind of words into Google, then Problo will come up and you will see the website. So if somebody is on Instagram and they're searching hair tutorial or they're searching big bouncy blow dry, you want to come up on Instagram the same way that you would come up on Google. And one of the ways to do that is to make sure that you are optimizing all of your content for the search engine within the individual Instagram or social media platform that you are using. So really think about that and really think about making sure you have some keywords in there. And what will also then help with is as the algorithm kicks in and it's showing people content similar to what they previously viewed, if going back to the probable example, somebody has recently viewed a content about how to straighten your hair, the algorithm knows that this scroller is interested in hair. So if my Problo video has that SEO optimization wording in it, the chances are it could then be shown to that other person who's previously been looking at a hair video. So making sure you have that SEO in there is really important in your social media. And of course, SEO in general is really important to get you up on your Google and to get you noted in, you know, coming up in search engines. So making sure your website is optimized the best you can will see a significant uplift in your click through to sites and then hopefully your conversion based on, you know, how strong your website performs to get those conversions through. So really spend a little bit of time looking at the SEO as a whole across your website and making sure that you're as optimized as you can be to show up in as many searches as possible. And then another thing to be thinking about is like your email marketing. So Think about your, you know, how to build and nurture your email list and think about sending out your regular content. So especially this time of year, people are bombarded with emails from brands. So you have to really think about your email marketing and how you're going to run with that and how you're going to engage and interact with your customers. So whether you're using MailChimp or OmniSend or whatever email marketing platform that you may be using in your business, really review what marketing you're doing. You're probably going to have automation campaigns running and then ad hoc campaigns. So your automation campaign just basically means that you have funnels running in your website that will automatically send an email when somebody acts or you know set does a certain trigger. So for example, if a customer goes to your website, adds a product to the basket, puts in their email address, but then logs off and doesn't complete that sale, then that means that you've lost that customer. So you can set up through your email marketing a trigger and that behavior will send a trigger to your email marketing that will then send out an automatic email to your customer and like tell them they left this in the basket, go to checkout now. And you may choose to add offers in there to push that conversion through, or you may retarget them, you know, a day or 24 hours or seven days later, depending on what works best for your brand. So really think about the automation in your email marketing. And then also secondary to that, you can have specific campaign email marketing where 
You may just do a specific day. You know, obviously, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is very, very close now. So you may choose to run a big campaign around that. Equally, there could be something, you know, in Problo with very much about hair and beauty and that industry. So when there is a really big event, like, I don't know, the BAFTAs or a huge award ceremony, then we will tend to do like a steal the look kind of email as a one-off, which can do really well. So have a look at your email marketing. I would say really review and look at what's automated, what's ad hoc, and make sure they're both flowing to make sure that you can capture as much as possible that way. Another way to get your brand in front of people, of course, is your influencer marketing. So collaborating with influencers in your niche to really leverage their reach and credibility to promote your brand. So what I mean by that is whether you work with influencers who are, you know, your zero to 10,000 kind of followers, like bracket, or your 50,000 to 100,000, and then anything above and beyond that, you're looking at a much, much higher fee is going to be required for that. But whatever you work with you need to really look at what's best for your brand and there's a big difference between influencer marketing and you know content creation and I think it can work really well as a blend of the two and it really depends on what it is you're pushing in your business right now so if I split them down for you because I I see it this way anyway I'm not saying this is in the world of marketing and influencer marketing It may be spun differently, but this is how I kind of see it in my brands. So I look at content creation where we are getting great content that I know is going to be able to be going viral that we can use across all of our platforms. And for our content creation, we tend to work with real customers. So customers who tag us or who DM us and say they love their product or they share their results video with us or they send us a selfie we really jump in with our customers and we have great conversations with them and we bring them on board as content creators and you know it can be a case of we will give them product more product if they require it or early access to new launches and in response we ask them to share their videos with us and then we can repurpose that this is a lot lower cost than working with influencers because a lot of the time the people that we go to for content creation don't have a large following they just have great hair they organically love our products and they can create a really great result with our product so for us they are the perfect people to create the content now if we go back six years I would do shoot days every couple of every couple of months we'd hire a studio we'd bring in an MUA team we'd bring in a hair team we'd bring in wardrobe we'd bring in lights we'd bring in photographers we'd bring in videographers we'd have a full team And then we bring in models, like two or three models, and we do a full day shoot. Now that full day shoot would cost upwards of like £25,000. And you're left with loads of content, but off the same three or four models, depending on however many people you bring in. Where actually, if you scrap that, and you focus on working more with real people at home, who are real brand lovers, who can create you real content, then you're not necessarily using that for reach because they're not influencers the following, but they're giving you content that you don't need to go into a studio to do. So that's how we use content creator, content creation. And then alongside that, we have our influencer marketing where we work with influencers. And then that's different where, you know, if you do an influencer, you have to come up with a contract with them and then you have an agreed payment or a fee and we don't do as much of that because we as a brand for Problo 
we really love working with our customers for that element of that side of things but influencer marketing is another way that you can really get your brand seen and I would say don't feel like you have to jump straight into an influencer with 50,000 followers because it's going to cost you a lot more money and you don't really know the response there's a lot to be said with working with a higher number of influencers under that 20,000 follower cap um, you know that micro influencer kind of you know group because they tend to have really real loyal followers and if you're new to influencer marketing and you're kind of dipping your toe in the water with it what I would say is really make sure that you're comfortable with what you're agreeing to so when you ask to work with an influencer whether you dm them directly and you might find you know that micro influencer not say 15 20 000 followers a lot of them probably won't have management at that point so you'll probably be speaking directly to them and I would ask be always asking to have a look at the analytics not a screenshot of like the best performing reels you know I would if it was me and you were coming to me and you were like Beck I want to start doing some work with some micro influencers what should I say to them I would be like right you want to get you send them a dm and say to them we'd love to work with you kind of grab an email address and that brings them straight into your emails which first and foremost makes it so much easier and cleaner to deal with and then I would be asking them I would say look really interested to work with you we're happy to provide product what's your current terms and for us to be able to review if we're going to be a good match together can you send me x y and z one of the things I would want to be asking for is a screenshot of the direct analytics from specific reels because if you just ask for screenshots of reels like come on they're going to send you the best performing reels they've got right so you want to pick I would say like the last three reels they've posted and make sure you've got some ad posts in there and also look at some reels that have a similar kind of product to what you're promoting or what your product is and have a look at the analytics on the back of it and by asking for a direct screenshot from Instagram it cannot be edited it cannot be you know fabricated and you're going to be able to see the likes the saves and the shares and the comments on those posts because somebody may have 5,000 followers but the engagement they're getting may be far superior to somebody with 20,000 followers so make sure that you look at the analytics and the data before you just jump straight in you know a lot of people buy followers a lot of people have followers that are dormant a lot of people have a good following but they don't engage so really think about what it is you're working with them for and make sure that you can see that data of course it's a gamble nothing is guaranteed but you also have to be okay to ask those questions when you're starting to you know dip your foot into the world of working with influencer marketing and content creators as well so Again, another thing you can do in your business would be looking at partnerships and collaborations. So it's still very much in that realm of influence marketing and working with people to create content for you. But you can do it in a way that's more collaborative. So you can do it with brands. You could work with other brands. You know, a lot of people do dual bundles and things to do that crossover. But you could also work with people who are on that lower end of the scale because of the cost be significantly cheaper for you to get into like start with it and almost do like a three-month run so you could say to them can we get a piece of content every month for three months and that's generally going to be a much more cost-effective rate and allow you to really test the market and really get uh you know really nurture their audience as well so think about doing things in a partnership way in a collaborative way as well as like a one-off and an ad hoc as well 
You can then also think about, you know, using your customers. So I mentioned previously when I spoke about that, creating content that we use customers. Now, another way to get your brand in front of people, and so many people miss this, is through your customers. Your customers are the biggest testament you could possibly have for your business and for your brand and your product. And customers talking about it is the best like it's the single-handed best way to promote your product. Whether that be they're commenting on your posts, whether that be they're dropping you DMs or they're using, you know, sharing reviews with you, whatever it is, if you have a way to contact your customers, which you do because you have the email and you are going to be engaging with them on social media, really think about how you can utilize that to push it further in your business and to push that reach further not every customer is going to want to share a selfie. <laughs> Not every customer is going to want to do a video telling everybody how great your product is. But really think about how you can use them. And if you're thinking about doing things like a shoot or you're thinking about, you know, getting some more content on your website or bringing real video testimonials in or doing a day in the life or getting customers to do unboxing videos, just have the conversation with your customers. If somebody is liking your brand posts, if somebody is commenting like, yeah, I got mine today, I love it, go and jump in the DMs and have a conversation with them and be like, hey, I'm a small business, I'm just starting up, I would love if you could share this, you could do this, and I'll send, we'll see, you, know, you can even say, I can't afford a budget because we're just starting, but I'd love to send a little gift when our new line drops. You know, something along these lines you can do to show that appreciation. A lot of the time, people really want to help and support brands when they love and buy into it. And, you know, you're just, by doing that, you're starting to build yourself up a part of, like, what I call, like, our brand lovers. And if you can get yourself, you know, 10, 15, and then it becomes 20, and then it becomes 50, and then, you know, you have 100. If you can get to a point where you have like 50 or 100 brand lovers who love your brand and who support your brand, they will back it, they will create content, they will do everything that you could possibly wish for in a really organic way. And real people sell. And let me give you an example of that. So, when I launched ProBlow back in 2014, we shot a video for the website, the homepage. And it was this like really great video, very professionally done, all about the product. And then about 2017, we changed it to real influ to influencers. And we had influencers on the homepage. And then about 2018, we changed it to real customers and it has stayed real customers ever since. We have our real customers on our website homepage, real videos of them using the product because that sells. And you know yourself, if you're listening to this, if you see a model in a studio with the perfect lighting and the great set using the product, or you see the girl at home using the product, very normal, maybe a little bit of mess behind her, you're going to trust the girl at home a lot more than you're going to trust this picture-perfect model set up. So think about how you're going to portray your brand to customers to build that trustability from the get-go because it's really, really important. And then, of course, other ways you can look at getting your content in front of new audiences. You can look at PR and media relations, but I appreciate there's a cost to that. You can do it in-house initially. You can look to work with, you know, bloggers. You can do media outlets. You can contact the journalists to secure coverage. And you can go down multiple angles. You can go down the brand route angle, or you can go through the personal branding. It just depends on where you're trying to go. And then you can also look at events and, you know, experimental marketing. So you can host and participate in events. You can attend trade shows. Now, attending trade shows is very costly for brands it's something that I did a lot of 
at the beginning of building two of the brands that I have. I did a lot of trade shows and it does cost a lot of money and it's time. But there's nothing stopping you attending and approaching buyers before you go and saying, you know, I'm down at this trade. I'd love to meet with you, grab a coffee and just being there and kind of getting amongst the right people. So if paying to attend an you know, exhibition at a trade show isn't for you right now, think about how you can get your foot in that door and meet with the right people without having that huge expense. You know, same with journalists. You may not be able to afford a PR company and it really depends, like, is the PR going to benefit you or would you be best put that money on ads? That's down to you and, you know, what works best in your business. But you have to think what's going to bring in that most return if you have an investment or what's going to build a brand awareness, what is it you're trying to do? Are you trying to bring in sales, and in which case you're going to push your money onto ad spend? Or are you trying to build brand awareness, and in that case you might go more down the PR route? So it depends what you want to do. And then, of course, the final one to touch on is ads. But this is definitely a paid advertising route to look at. And this comes down to, you know, you can advertise on Google, you can advertise on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest, on TikTok, on every platform, of course, you can spend money to advertise. And I would say if you are advertising now or plan to advertise towards the rest of 2023, then you really need to be testing and testing and testing. A lot of the time with ads, it just takes a little bit of time to test. And it's not something you can just push a button and leave it. You have to be actively in the ads consistently checking them testing them seeing what's working seeing what's not meta now make it very easy because they have their new way of doing things which is using the advantage shopping plus if you have no idea what i'm talking about then last year meta rolled out advantage shopping plus that makes the ads basically all run through ai so you don't have to build them out as much the algorithm does it for you you just have to load the content and they now rolled it out so everybody has access to this so my advice would be to have a look at that and test and try all your ads as well and just go for it so that's a really quick podcast episode we're just under 25 minutes i wanted to do it a little bit quicker but anyway you know, I try my hardest to be super quick, but sometimes I just get too involved. <laughs> but I really hope that was useful. That's just 10 really quick ways that you can do today without spending budget to really think about how to get your brand in front of more people and really think about what's going to work for you. And the more places you can put your brand, the more content you can get out there, the more people are going to see it, the more people are going to click to your website and then the quicker and, you know, the better your conversions are going to increase so i wish you a wonderful thursday and go get to it and that's a wrap from today's episode of the rebecca mccann show remember success is built on authenticity and action so go out there do the work be consistent and make it happen and if you found value in today's episode please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an unfiltered conversation if you have questions, thoughts, or you'd just like to connect, then please do reach out to me on Instagram at Rebecca McCann underscore. I would love to hear from you. If you could spare a moment to rate the podcast and spread the word on your socials, be sure to tag me. Your support means the world and I'm truly grateful for every single bit. Until next time, please remember, you are wildly capable.